0: Ha, Joe Joe is you know Joe is still new so he hasn't really caught on to that yet <laughs> Joe, what we try to do is after the uh, the intro stops we try to catch it with a clap in unison Ian okay. and I we, we we did okay just now but um you know it still, <laughs> still takes some work um but yeah welcome to the Brothers of the World podcast everybody um as always uh we're glad to have everybody join us and um we're back after a win you know as we're known as the fairweather brothers um after an interwin most likely we're gonna record um we usually find excuses after a draws and, and losses but after a win we're usually there i'm glad to be joined by joe um average joe on twitter you guys know him um get ready for some good takes and old reliable Ian with the clean shave hey Ian man it's good to see you bro it's been a minute um I'll start with you tell me how you've been um how's life treating you and then uh, I'll check in with you and we'll get right into the match
1: yeah it's all right life's been good uh inter got us good I mean uh when was the last time I was on here after my after I went to the Salzburg match I think I was yeah, on mm yeah mm-hmm. Pretty much, so yeah. Since then, nothing really special happened except Inter keep winning.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing. We can't complain about that. How about you, Joe? How, how was your week? I know we spoke last week. Um, um, everything's good.
2: Oh, everything's great. Everything's great. On on break and feeling great.
0: All right, awesome, man. You got to get those. Uh, get make sure you get that rest in, get that sleep in, so you can get fresh for the next semester coming up. All right, so let's get into it, guys. Um, Inter Udinese. Uh, wow, um, what a performance from the first minute um, we were dominant and we ended up finishing the match 4-0. Um, it could have been more, you know, um, so I want to go ahead and start with you, Joe. Tell me how you feel. Um, how do you feel about this performance? Was it something that you expected? Were you impressed? Go ahead. Demac- the floor is yours.
2: It was pure dominance. Um, I expected a victory because the days of this season have been really bad um mm-hmm. i didn't expect the game plan to be that perfectly executed um i i very rarely i was messaging with someone last night uh. very rarely have i seen an inzaghi team execute a game plan that well from minute one without having to make an adjustment
0: mm-hmm.
2: and what i really liked was the tactical setup in terms of how i um, so on twitter pointed this out how mm-hmm. we would get numerical advantages on one side then we change the point of attack immediately into a diagonal to the other side yep uh-huh. and it was it, it's an incre- it's it's the best way in my opinion to approach a low block like what say played for minute 1 Yeah, i mean the first half we had 75% possession um and it worked it worked so well and yeah, I couldn't be prouder of that performance. It got me really excited and really optimistic.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, great takes. I mean, as always, I, I can't wait to really get into that with you. Um, with how really Inzaghi attacked that low block. But I want to go to Ian first. Tell me, bro. Um, I know usually um you're Mister. You're in. You're not so optimistic most of the time, but. I'm sure the last couple of months, Inter has given you a reason to be optimistic. Tell me how you feel. Did you expect such dominant performance? What did you like? What did you not like from yesterday?
1: I mean, given the fact that it's Udinese, we all remember Interbells, probably from a couple of yes. years ago. <laughs> you see, humor is everything that jinxes us. I only remember that because that song absolutely <laughs> slaps. It's still on my Christmas playlist. It's great. Um, i don't know about that i mean this season in official competitions we only lost one game against a swallow i mean other than that we've been what is this five six wins since the end of october and two yeah. draws the two draws coming against juventus and benfica mm-hmm. but still i mean i think the team is performing brilliantly i think what in, what we're doing is genuinely the best football in italy right now I think uh, this might be a bit too optimistic, but I think no one can stop us at this moment. I think it's ours. Everything in Italy is ours to lose. Um, we will see against Sociedad how we do, since it's a European match, it might be a bit more difficult, um, but still it is at home. But yeah, I mean, given that it was Udinese, I was thinking, all right, maybe a 1-1, <laughs> maybe a 2-2, maybe a 2-1 yeah. win. 4-0. But three goals coming in like what was it seven minutes absolutely yeah. amazing
0: yeah no for sure I, I agree um and one thing that really really r- rang a bell in my ear as soon as you said it was we're playing the best football in italy but yet we're still only two points um ahead of juve who one can say or on the in on on um, the opposite uh spectrum of the best football in italy you know to put it nicely we're not gonna say they're playing the worst football in italy but they 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 they're pretty close. Uh, we're gonna get to that as well, but let's 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 dig a little more into the Udinese match. First first um episode that we have to to speak about is the penalty. Um, what do you guys think? Uh, I, I'm gonna kick kick it to Ian first. What do you what do you think? Um, for me personally, I want to give my opinion on it. Uh, I feel like uh, it was a penalty. Um, lotaro as a professional, as a, a slick player that he is, he's becoming. He felt the contact and he used it to his advantage. Um, and after seeing multiple replays, in my opinion, had he not been um, had not gotten tugged back, he would he would gotten to that ball. You know, he's probably hitting that in anyway. Um, so to me, it was a fair shot. And of course, uh, anytime we get a penalty, there there are going to be um, some naysayers. And we saw it on Twitter. But for me personally, I was quite comfortable with getting that penalty as an Inter fan. How about you, Ian? How do you feel about the penalty?
1: Um. There's there's a thing that I notice with a certain types of penalties yeah. in in Italy or basically everywhere. But it's like if it's just a little bit of a softer side, we say we'll take it. Then every other rival says, oh, no, it's not a penalty. Blah, blah, blah. But if it's reversed, it's the same thing. Like they say, oh, we'll same take thing. it. But like we say. Blah, blah. So like for me, obviously, yeah. I'll say it was like the guy took Lotharo down. And but I've seen already people bitching and moaning that it's not a penalty. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know I'll what?
0: I'll even give you a little pushback on that. I don't even think the guy took Lotaro down, like you said. I think the guy <laughs> tugged on Lotaro's shoulder and Lotaro felt that contact and he went to the ground. You know, I don't think that contact was enough. what, what about you, Joe? I want to bring you in on this. How do you feel about the penalty? I feel like it was uh just Lotaro filling the contact and
2: taking advantage. Go ahead. I can I completely agree. Um, I was originally unsure about the call. Um yeah until and i was i was confirmed i I leaned toward it being a penalty immediately after when they went to the bar but then after the match you saw these italian referee experts and former referees saying yeah he was stupid and that was a penalty so it gave me confidence that he they made the right decision so i you know let the rival fans say what they may.
0: Yeah, that's 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 how it's always going to be. I remember that season two years ago when Milan won the Scudetto. I remember I was personally one of the guys. uh, Probably ninety-five percent of the penalties they got that season, and they got a lot. I had an issue with it, you know. So it kind of feels good to be on the reverse side of it. Um, And one last thing I will say about the penalty um, personally, I I felt like maybe it was not going to be given because in live. in life in life played the referee waved it off so um i guess they they deemed that there was a clear and obvious error and that he had to change that decision um but you know let's not spend too much time on that penalty because we were we were dominant and th- that goal was coming i think we hit the post a couple times before we even got that penalty anyway so it's not like uh it was a pivotal moment in the game right after that penalty guys uh it seems like a couple minutes uh after um hakan after after you know scoring the penalty this time he turned provider and he lays it off to DeMarco who, as we know with that left left foot of his, he, he when he strikes it pure, those are diamonds and you know, bottom corner, the goalkeeper could not do anything. Um, I want to go ahead. Uh, I'll go to Joe first. Tell me, man, let's take me through your reaction for that second goal. Um, you know, maybe you saw it more in depth than me. Like, uh, was it something that we, 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 we were, was it like in Zaggy ball or was it something that we just won the ball and happened to be in the right position at the right time?
2: No, that was in Zaggy ball. They changed the position of play against the low block like that. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Um, right when it went to DeMarco, I was just like, that's a goal. Because, you know, in that position with that left foot, yeah. it, you, you can't beat that. Um, yeah, no,
0: for, for me, um, before, sorry to cut you off, before you continue, um. For me, what, what the only question for me was whether he decided that he was gonna shoot it or try to cross it. You know, like now, nah, but to me, mm-hmm. once he decided that he was gonna hit that, it was a goal to me. But go ahead, bro.
2: Absolutely, yeah. If he if he decided to cross it, yeah, good point. But I knew he was gonna take it because I know when he gets in those positions, he likes to be a little selfish and that can be okay. So that's okay. Yeah. Um yeah, so it was a great goal. Um and he, he had a good game yesterday overall.
0: No, for sure. I agree. And, and Ian, um, second goal, man, real quick, t- take take me through your reaction at that point, of course, um, s- seeing the run of play, us getting a second goal in succession, I'm sure it's not even cocky to say that we could tell that the game was probably over already at that point. Do you agree? Uh,
1: I mean, the Slovenian commentator said it best, like when Inter go 2-0 up, it's just a matter of time before they get the third, And after that, it's game over. Like, our commentator was stone cold with that. Like, I mean, the way we were playing yesterday, honestly, I don't think there's any way Udinese can stop us. I mean, no Uh, disrespect to Udinese, but they got one win this season against Milan. (laughs) 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 But still.
0: Thank you for pointing that out. But um, no, no, I agree. (laughs) Sometimes when you're watching football...
1: Give me a second, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes you just can't stop the team. Sometimes you just gotta let it roll through you. And I mean that's what happens when Demarco gets involved in that. We
2: got that we got that dog in us. Oh. We're
1: him. <laughs>
0: We're him. <laughs> good. Very good wordplay, Joe. Um, but yes, Ian, you said it for me. Thank you. I had to mute up for a second. Um every time this dog hears somebody outside, she has to bark and she's about this size. It's not like she's gonna do anything. But um <laughs> Yes, sometimes when you're watching a football match, guys, from the first minute you can tell like yo, this team is is gonna dominate that team and they can't they can't stop it. And that's that's the feeling I kind of got. And I'll say this like once that second goal went in in, in quick succession, it became a matter. Of, okay, yo, how many how many we're gonna score? Is it gonna be, is is this our yearly six nil? Because it seems like every year we beat a team six nil, six seven nil. That's 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 what it was to me. And um, of course. I turned out to be right, because a couple minutes after that, it was Mkhitaryan crossing a beautiful peach of a ball, a ball to the Tsuram. In my opinion, he he would have had a harder time missing that than scoring it, you know. And, um, again, Mkhitaryan, who is a guy that uh, he came, he, he arrived at, at the team with, Not too much fanfare we were we were seeing him as more of a rotational player an experienced veteran but he's turned out to be a key player for us and he's quietly just contributing to the team and keeping fratezi or uh, uh, expensive signing this summer 40 million on the bench um i'll go to you first in that third goal um of course your boy marcus Taram getting getting a goal he's getting more in the goals tell me um at that point how how did you feel
1: it's over it's over. 3-0 yeah. at home, the fans are mm-hmm. already sing, singing, singing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's over. Done, dusted, pack your bags, go home. I'm sorry, but it, it's not arrogance, it's confidence, but it's really, yeah. truly over. The, when we get rolling the way we do, nothing can stop us. And the fact that we made early substitutions, I'm just looking at the, the game now, in the 56th minute, we took out yeah. Bastoni and Turam, brought in Arnautovic mm-hmm. and Augusto, and we scored mm-hmm. one more. Yeah. dusted Nothing. yeah
0: and you could you can you can kind of tell that the only reason why he left lotaro out there was because he wanted him to get a goal you know um uh, Inzaghi really went into um self-preservation mode uh quite early in the second half because it, it was obvious that that game was over and we could start looking forward uh to the, to the next games um joe uh that that third goal um was it the third goal that uh, there's a clip going on 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 Twitter right now. I think um, we we built it up from the back. I think it was like 24, 25 passes that yeah. led to that final, that final cross. Um, I know you like that kind of stuff, so oh, the I floor love is yours, man.
2: <laughs> uh, pure limon ball. That's Mateus. said. Uh, pure limon ball. Sour. Oh, it's. <laughs> it's, it's just beautiful when you see goals like that and build up like that. And it's, it's not the first time the season we saw it against Juventus we've seen it against numerous opponents, even if it doesn't end in a goal, it's just, it's beautiful. Like, yeah. and it's the sign of a team that's really on the same wavelength tactically. And that's insane at this point in the season, especially, because we're still kind of early, right? We're not even halfway through the Serie A season. We yeah. still quite, we still more than half our matches left. To Mm -hmm. already be on that wavelength at this point is really, really, really good. Um, One thing I want to say about Mikatarian too, on that Mm -hmm. goal, and just in the game general, in general, he was – I thought he was – this is his best match in a while. I think he's been a little unfairly criticized, a little bit. Mm -hmm. He hasn't been great, but I don't think he's been as bad as people have made him out to be. I agree. Um, But, yeah, so I was really happy with it, and – the match was so over, as Ian said, that the American um, halftime show crew was talking about how Udinese didn't even feel like they wanted to come out at halftime. You could see them; I mean, yeah. they just they did not want to come out. Like it was they, true. they knew it was done. It was. Over, yeah, it was. So.
0: That was true because um, our players were were on the pitch already set up, and they were still not coming out of the tunnels. So yeah, I, I was watching it on Paramount Plus, and I and I did catch that joke as well. Um, okay, so finally um towards the end of the game you know uh the subs are made you know Arnautovic comes in Cuadrado all, all the changes that Inzaghi made um Lotharo, um forever determined to get his goal you know he he seemed to has to have um reached that level that we've wanted from him this season you know he's still battling in the what 83rd 84th minute he he goes and fights back and wins the ball back himself from halftime and drives and takes one of his beauties from the outside of the box and the the keeper had no stood no chance what a deserved goal like uh i don't know man this 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 player i know um i've been very critical of him and um usually those jumps you expect them from players 23 24 years old and to me when it didn't happen two years ago or last season for him uh i was like okay you know maybe that's what he's to be you know he's just going to be the streaky striker that battles a lot and all that he's never going to reach that level of course like you mentioned we're not even halfway through the season he's he could still yet have his usual drought that of not scoring a goal in the month or, or so but right now he has a different look to him um do you guys agree i'll go with joe first
2: oh yeah um and inside and lucky and said nzaghi left him on because he really needed that goal he missed some setters um which you know they weren't huge sitters they weren't like right on the doorstep of the goal sitters huh. but they're ones he should have probably put away um like the header in the first half that hit off the crossbar
0: uh-huh. um
2: but he got that goal and you saw the celebration i mean this is a goal for 4-0 right the match is over it's the 80 yeah. something minute and he goes up and he stands on the advertising board and he goes and he does his his like party thing um does, does,
0: does that celebration yeah. remind you yeah of anything?
2: yeah just, just that a was little. quite
0: rem, quite reminiscent of that second leg against Milan last year right when he when he scored yeah. after that Lukaku pass and then he went up yeah. and he pretty much he's this is his team now he's the guy in the San Siro now and you know to to hear that we're we're it's not even rumors anymore he's confirming himself that they're already talking about extending them a couple more years he's gonna be our next. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to be our next guy. That, uh, we know how our relationship goes with, with Argentinian strike. Well, well, not strikers, but players in general. He's going to follow in the in that vein of um, Zanetti and what, Inza, I mean, what Icardi was supposed to be without Wanda. You know, he's going to be that guy. He's our captain, and he's going to leave, enter. If he leaves, enter, he's going to be 34, 35 years old and finish and probably wanting to go back to Argentina before he comes back as a director, hopefully. <laughs> All right, but guys that's that's it we wrapped up the the four goals but I wanted us to to actually um let's touch back on the match before we leave Udinese fully um I wanted to give a couple shout outs starting with Bisek um you know last last match that he started was against um Benfica and we saw some of the good and some of the bad um this match was all good you know um and we didn't have much defending to do so it's not like he got to show too much of his defensive parts, but um, going forward, he shows he showed that he understands how the team plays, what Inzaghi wants from him, and he fits. He has the qualities to be able to do to do so. Um, I didn't know that he personally um, personally I didn't know that he can um, run with the ball like that with the, with the ball at his feet. is doing one touch passes, uh, no look passes, knowing exactly where his teammates are. Uh, I was impressed, and that's that's definitely a promising player. That's one for me personally. I, w- I want to keep an eye on and see how he continues to develop. Uh, do you guys have any players that you want to give a shout to or anything about the game?
1: Bisek was amazing yesterday. The amount yeah. of balls that came through it. Pause. Yeah. The amount of passes that came through him yesterday. <laughs> like I saw, I'm just looking at the statistic: 107 accurate passes out of 113 attempted. Mm-hmm. Like, come on! Even like long balls that he played, he played like 10, created a big chance. According to SofaScore, which all right, we know what, what sofa score is, but still, yeah. like, um, no boy's amazing. That
0: was, remember, I think they're talking about that one too. DeMarco, remember when he yeah, crossed yeah, it I back so. to DeMarco, yeah. So, I guess that was a big chance. I, like, I'll the, bo- the boy's
1: amazing. Like, it took a while for him to get here to get yeah. going to even play, but like now that he's been here with the injury crisis, him stepping up perfect, yeah. amazing 10 out of 10.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely and um I, real quick before we leave um odinese i wanted to, to hover right back to what joe said in the beginning um the way we executed that game plan man it was it was amazing to see you know um, inzaghi got a spot on he knew that um joffi was going to come and, and play a low block and probably trying to hit us on the counter and the best way to do that is to not allow that low block to set you know um just switch the ball quickly from one side to another where they have to adjust and then attack. And that was for me, that was, that was a masterclass. And to me, the way that, the way that they were unable to adjust or match it showed that we're at that position where where with that, um, that force, that's forced to be reckoned with kind of like, I don't want to say, it's not this, of course, not the same, the same thing at all, but it's kind of like that Barcelona in their prime when they finally found their football, um no matter what you had to do you just couldn't stop it they were going to do to execute that game plan and we're we're heading to that level now um I'm ready to leave the Udinese match unless you guys have anything you want to add and we can go straight to preview and go ahead Joe
2: yeah just one more thing um Uh one thing about the tactical aspect of this is um I've been watching some tactical videos recently on YouTube just to kind of Uh learn more and refresh my memory um Uh Against the low block, one one thing I was watching a ironically a Sean Dice tactical video from Coach's Voice, mm-hmm. um, the great Sean Dice. Um, <laughs> um, but he one thing he uses to describe those long those long diagonals is you have to make up hard. You're playing that low block, and the more often you have players making up those hard yards, it's a it's a grueling thing to do, um, and we saw yesterday when we made those udinese players make up those hard try to make up those hard yarns they just they couldn't do it they just it was it was they weren't capable they those aren't their levels and it was really promising to see
0: but here's here's the thing joe usually that happens in the in the second half because you tire a team down from chasing those balls you know and you finally get a breakthrough like why did udinese they look like they were struggling to keep up from 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 minute one, you know, and if anything, if one of the teams should be more tired than the other, it should it should have been us. So I guess that's that's probably that, that's probably yeah. a reflection of the of that of the um, the spirit in that squad and why they're actually near the bottom spots of the table.
2: No, absolutely. And I just I, I that's what makes this so impressive is that, yeah, Udinese played significantly less matches than we have um yeah they've had they've got some injuries like de la Fe was out but still i mean making up those hard yards shouldn't be that grueling for them at least the beginning of the match but they just they just couldn't do it they just couldn't yeah. do it
0: for sure for sure all right well let's move on then guys Our upcoming match is the last game of the um cl group stages um we spoke about it a little bit last last um episode where we we're previewing it but it's finally um Upon us is the next match. It's the um game against Real Sociedad where the winner pretty much tops the group. I believe, um, please correct me if I'm wrong, a draw um, does not suit us in this situation because uh um, right. we drew one no one. Uh, in goal difference, yes. So um, from an enter perspective, this is a match that if we want to finish first in the group, uh, we we have to to, to beat to beat uh, where else say that. So I'm gonna start with you, Ian. Um, what do you expect? Um, maybe um, I guess Inzaghi's subs yesterday gave us a hint a bit. What do you expect from Inzaghi uh, on Tuesday? Do you think he's gonna go strong as eleven, or he's gonna try to rotate a little bit, or how serious do you think he, you expect them to? To treat that we also see
1: that match i'm torn because on one hand we did say the second star is the priority getting the oh. 20th cadetor. and like we we're through we're through either way plus we have the Lazio match so why bother on the other hand do you know how much money you get more if you finish first i think it's like a couple of million more um if you finish first in the groups plus you get a greater chance of getting easier opponents in the second round meaning you get a greater chance of progressing getting more money more so, money yeah. Yeah, I'm torn, but I think he's just going to put out the strongest 11. You know, it's Champions League. Um, Fans will be coming from everywhere. You know, um, he just wants to to put on a show, I think. Plus, Sociedad, we we drew the first game 1 1 in in San Sebastian. And I think um, this is going to be his way of saying, all right, let's finish this. Let's finish pressure.
0: For sure. All right, that's what I expect as well. I'm glad um, you were able to come on with us because last week you weren't on and now I get your take. I think we're all on the same page because if I remember correctly, Joe feels the same way, right Joe? You expect them to go strong as 11 and and go for the win?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Maybe except for, I know he said, he actually leaned over to Fertesi because Fertesi didn't get subbed on yesterday. So there's pictures of Inzaghi and video of him leaning over to Fertesi. Mm And he's he's actually mentioned this after the game and basically saying, yeah, you know, kid, you know, your time's going to come. And he actually said after the match, Fertesi's probably going to start against Sociedad. So I expect Fertesi and maybe Augusto to start. The interesting thing will be whether he trusts BSEC enough to start against Sociedad, because I don't think Quadrado has 90 minutes or even, God, even 50, 60 in his legs. um well so uh, yeah in that
0: in that case bro does it does it seem like he has does it sound like he has an option but to start BSEC you know I don't think he has he has a choice right not
2: yeah probably not um yeah yeah, that's that's pretty much what it comes down to I think it's gonna go strong at the strongest 11 he can yeah
0: okay so you expect them to yeah that's 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 a very very good shot he did pretty much come out and say yeah Fratesi is probably going to start. So you expect him to, to rotate a bit. Probably Fratesi is going to start and um, Carlos Augusto. Now, here's my question for you. Do you expect him to start um, Fratesi over Barella? Or is he going to do his usual um, playing Barella on the left in the Mkhitaryan role and then starting Fratesi on the left? I mean, I mean on the right.
2: The my left. hunch would uh-huh. be... he, Yeah, he plays Fratesi and Barella together for... The match,
0: and rest Mcintyre. Um,
2: yeah, yeah, but I can't rule out Mcintyre playing. I
0: just can't. <laughs> we, um, he really know, likes
2: we Yeah,
0: we know. We know. Okay, and also your your other sub uh, Carlos Augusto again another player that. Covers multiple roles. Do you expect them to rest Demarco, or is it going to be a situation of him um, bringing back Bastoni slowly? You know, he's coming off an injury. Is he going to start Carlos Augusto as a left center back or a left wing back? In your opinion,
2: wing back, wing back. Um, I think Bastoni. He got the fifty-five minutes because he just came back from injury, and he's going to get the full ninety, hopefully this time, if not close to it. So,
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. okay now here's here's the thing let's go a little deeper then um i personally i'm not gonna lie and say i follow real sociedad or follow the spanish league uh in depth uh, I, I probably if there's a classical i see or if there's a big fixture I'll, I'll tune in and i have the time but um so i say that to say this i haven't followed Real Sociedad. that i don't know how they're doing in the league but what i do know is that in the champions league there have been tremendous. Uh, I'm not sure if it's, the, if it's the opponent or if it's them really fitting that, that composition better with their players and their style. Uh, what do you guys expect? Do you guys think we can um, actually pull it off? This is a team that we can beat, or is it something that is going to be a, a contentious match that we're going to have to fight and crawl to, to beat? Because to be honest with you, that first match that we played them at home, at their home, um, of course, we, we made a lot of rotations, but they dominated us for most of that, that game. And um, from a neutral perspective, uh, it would be fair to say that we did, we we left um, their their stadium with an undeserved point, you know, and it would be it wouldn't be unfair to say. So I'll go to you first, Joe. What do you think? You think we can go ahead and and beat Real Sociedad and and, and win the game? I mean, win the the group easily, or is it something that we're gonna have to
2: fight and crawl for? It's gonna be a slog. Um, I've watched I watched late late last night want because associate played yesterday too i watched the first mm-hmm. half of their match against via real they won three mm-hmm. 0 all three goals coming in the first half the thing they do so well and you can even see this against the match with the match against us where they they pretty much dominated the whole match it was our worst match of the season mm-hmm. they are such a good pressing and counter pressing team so good just he has them so well drilled mm-hmm. um and it's hard to keep possession and it's hard to retain possession against them. They play with a very high line also with that, but they hardly oh. get exposed because their counter pressing is so good. Um, what I will say is their midfielder Bryce Mendez went out injured yesterday and he's going to miss the intermatch. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a big loss for them. He's been probably their best them. Mid- yeah he's been probably their second best midfielder this season okay in a very good midfield um also uh what's his name i think it's unai or something Achea, the winger on the little other left winger um he's out so well, they're not they're not exactly 100 percent.
0: they're not a full strength okay
2: yeah so i think we have an opportunity i i would bet on us to win um i'm not a betting man but i would bet on us to win um okay yeah
0: no, that's definitely that's definitely uh, reassuring. Um, being at home as well, we're gonna have our fans at our back. Um, knowing that they would have they miss they'll be missing two key players. Um, I know we, we're missing a bunch of ourselves. I expect us to be able to, to pull it off as well. Um, in Inzaghi, he's gained my trust. You know, we we've seen his growth as a manager um, to a point now where uh, I think he's gonna he's gonna be spot on. How about you, Ian? Um, I'm not sure uh, how familiar you are with Real Sociedad or in their form. Um, do you think uh, you expect us to be able to, to to do it, or do you think it's going to be something that we're going to have to fight and crawl for?
1: Um, <clears throat> I've got a couple of friends that are Real Madrid fans, so they know the Spanish league very well. And they oh. say that Sociedad can beat one of the tough, toughest teams to beat, just because of the fact that they press constantly and relentlessly and all the time pushing up, squeezing the life out of you, which we saw in the first game. Yeah, but I just looked it up they have been playing three games away in a row since the 2nd of december so in the last eight days they played three games on the on uh in a way against Osasuna, against andretux and Villaral. and now they go they're going to play the fourth one away against us and so i don't know i'm hoping the fatigue kicks in i saw also as joe said they've got a couple of injuries uh to like three or four key players I really hope we beat them. I really hope no one gets injured <laughs> just because we have Lazio next. Um, yeah. But I mean, it's not going to be a walk in the park. It's going to be a tough match
0: either way. Yeah, for sure. No, I agree. And just, just for for morale's sake, um, I'm sure the players feel it as well. Uh as joe put it the the first match against them um that was our first uh, worst match of the season we were unrecognizable but mind you we did start uh i believe uh we started aslani that game we started um arnautovic as a striker um so yeah we, it it wasn't it wasn't our best our best foot forward by any stretch of the imagination um if Inzaghi does um start his, his strongest 11 i expect us to be able to pull it off um all right let's move on to Lazio. um you know, um the league is definitely our main concern. Of course, right now, uh seeing how the the usual favorite teams in Europe, the Man Cities, the Real Madrids, the Bayern Munichs, they're they're not looking too scary right now. Um, I'll say it is fair as inter fans to start paying more attention to the Champions League and even secretly feeling like we have a, a real shot at it. But our main priority remains the Serie A, that second star, and it looks like we have the opportunity to make it happen this season. So let's go to Lazio. Um, Lazio, to me, um, they've been a side that that's, they've been one of the dis, uh, more disappointing sides this season in the Serie A so far. For a side that finished second in the league ahead of us, ahead of uh, Juve, ahead of uh, Milan, um, they've taken a major step back. Of course, they've they've lost their talisman and and. Milankovic, Savage, but uh, they've been up and down. Um, curiously, they've been better in the uh, Champions League than they've been in the league, and I expected the opposite for, for whatever reason. They look like they're they're going to, to, to go through to the next round, or have they already qualified, or do they need to, to beat Atletico or draw? Against they've Atletico. qualified have qualified so they've already they've already gone through and um you know so kudos to them on that front but in the league they've been unrecognizable um so i'm gonna go ahead and go and start with ian this time um tell me what do you expect in the in the in the lazio match um first off um forgive me i, I haven't looked is it is it at home or are we traveling to the olympico
1: it's away it's away to Olympico, so yeah, that
0: that's that's the fixture that me personally, since Inzaghi's been our manager, I don't I don't believe we've won that fi- fixture. We've I lost don't it think so. times, so um, maybe that that could be used as a motivation for the players, or maybe it could be a trap game in the midst of our great form that we're talking about with the best team in the league right now. So let's let's go with you first, Ian. What do you expect? Um, what do you, what are your hopes for the last year match, or do you think we can we can make it happen?
1: Lazio have been so weird this season. Mm. I'm, I'm just looking at their record. There are six wins, three draws and six losses and 16 and 16 goal difference. They haven't even scored. They're barely averaging a goal. Wow. A and yet when they turn the switch on I'm pretty sure they could beat us.
0: <laughs>
1: but you did say it, great. They have lost Milinkovic savic I think that's one of the reasons why they're doing so bad. Yeah. Um, when you basically build a team around them and then poof, the guy goes to Saudi Arabia for however much he went, you know, um, yeah. Plus, they drew against Verona the last game. Um, so I don't know. I think uh, let me just see who is in, if anyone's injured for them. Patrick is doubtful. Romagnoli is out. Isakson is out and Luis Alberto is in doubt. All knocked. Plus oh. they still have the Atletico game this week. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know. Does he rest them for this game and then plays them against us even whichever scenario it is they're not going to be 100 percent yeah Meanwhile, those, those are some big names yeah like Luis alberto Romagnoli, patrick they're, they're all standard yeah. in and out of the starting 11 you know so no, for um,
0: sure no go ahead
1: i really hope we win but as you know i'm kind of conservative with my predictions <laughs> I know. um i'm gonna i'm gonna go for a one one just because i can see us it up just because of our injury crisis in the defense
0: you, you see, Joe, he, he had a one-one for Udinese, but we we went four-nil. But he's right back with another one-one. Like I don't know what we could do with this guy. Hey, you know keep what? Him, if it man.
2: works, it works. Keep
0: going. Keep you know, it going. Keep 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 Jinxing. Keep reverse Jinxing. <laughs> keep I guess we need ba- we need balance in the podcast, so we have to have Mister Conservative. <laughs> but yeah, I, I agree with you, Ian. Um, if it's a matter of pure form, it shouldn't be close. Uh, it, sh- it should be another trouncing. Um. Um, granted that we we, we, we leave the, the game um, against Sociedad unscathed with no injuries or anything like that, it should we should easily beat, um, beat Lazio. But as I said personally, um, that fixture, of course, is more than just a regular fixture for the Lazio players, which some of them are still remaining um, that were coached by Inzaghi and also for Inzaghi himself which is the first team that gave him a chance of uh, as, as being a, a manager on that level. And he spent so many years there as a player and a manager. So there's there's some emotional connection there. It's not just a fixture for Inzaghi. So I hope that he can put whatever it is to the side and um, make sure that he stays professional and we can have a great performance that we haven't seen in that fixture. So I'll go ahead and throw it to you, Joe. Um, what do you got to say about the fixture?
2: So... Having watched Lazio this season quite a bit throughout, you know, Champions mm-hmm. League, league, mm-hmm. they look awful. They genuinely look dreadful. Yep. Um, their midfield looks just so disorganized. Um, it doesn't look like a sorry team at all. Um, they haven't read. They haven't integrated their new signings well. Um, at all, uh, from East oxen to Kamada.
0: Kamada. I mean, yeah.
2: Kamada's barely seen the pitch.
0: Yeah. Only only Gunduzi has been a, a a good signing to them. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's weird. Um, they just did bad business. It looks like, at least yeah. so far, it looks that way. They couldn't even beat Hellas Verona on Saturday. Um, even in the Champions League, some of these matches that they've won, I think again one nil against Feyenoord at home, I remember that pretty much sealed their qualification. They were yeah. terrible. I um, that, yeah, they were terrible. <laughs> that being said this match scares me um
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: just because got, yes just because he's got he's he's never won there I and mean, we always played poorly when we went to Lazio um it I don't know there's something about it when we play at home against Lazio we seem to be fine yeah when we go to the Olympico there's a problem so if they can get past the mental block I like our chances and I feel very confident. We need a good first half to give me confidence, but until I see it, I'm gonna be very worried.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, I'm. You guys are, are, are sent. Well, not you guys. Ian. Ian. He got off the fence and he said one one. Joe, I'm gonna push you for a prediction. I want a score prediction, bro. What do you have for me? Uh. Um. Two one. Okay. Two one. Yes. That's, that's that's good enough. Um. You know what I'm, I'm gonna go out on the limb well not so much on the limb i'll say um the guys surprise us i mean there's, there's just a different feel to the team this season um on and off the pitch you're seeing turam being one of the main uh, protagonists of that you know always playing around with his teammates always playing jokes and stuff and that that's good for the morale is they they just feel like a winning group so i feel like they're gonna surprise us and i'll say a comfortable 2-0 um maybe that's more hopeful than than, than not but yeah i'll go with a comfortable 2-0 against against lazio um do you guys want have anything you want to add to the to the lazio um preview lazio match cuz after that we're going to move on to actually talking about the league go ahead
2: yeah i just want to say it's kind of funny matteo spicino mm-hmm. has been exiled from the squad pretty much from lazio and it surprised really? me absolutely yes um he's been causing locker room problems apparently he wasn't in their squad against genoa for the Copa italia unclear if he was in their squad this weekend but he's causing some problems which is kind of that's odd i I have not heard that if 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 anything i was under the impression
0: that he was doing well for them because i've seen a couple flashes where he scored key goals for them or whatnot
2: yeah he had a good season last year this mm -hmm. year it's been dreadful
0: and so much as as it has
2: been with the lazio squad in general
0: that's crazy well you know syria there's always some drama so we we <laughs> we have that going on with Vicino. you know he's a guy i don't remember him ever causing any issues at enter so i'm glad he was professional when he was here even when he was stuck on the bench for most of the time but hey too bad for lazio um yeah before we leave guys uh i want to talk about the title race let's talk about the title race um we're praising enter and of course most of the praise is warranted we're playing beautiful football. Best defense in the league. Best attack in the league. I think we have plus thirty goal difference. That's that's unheard of, you know. And but yet here goes Juventus. Two points behind us, and Juventus are playing a style where um, they don't risk much. Uh, they find a way to get a goal, and then they it's ten men behind the ball, and you just can't break them down. Um, how do you guys feel do you um I know last episode uh we we kind of broached that that topic a bit and um I don't want to be disrespectful to also Milan and um Bologna or even Roma other teams that right now it's, it's not halfway yet so we could we, we have to still talk about them in the title race but my main focus is you um, last episode we were saying how uh okay the way they're playing is probably not sustainable and they should start dropping points soon and we should be gaining some breathing room saying that we're clearly the best team giving the eye test but yet here goes Juve um how do you guys feel do you feel like okay this is Allegri's plan it's working and that's something that's work that we're gonna have to be worried about until match day 38 or do you guys still feel like okay it's just taking a little longer they're getting a little luckier I mean a little more luck but that's gonna run out still so I'm gonna
2: start with you first Joe so I I have difficult feelings about Juventus this season in terms of what how sustainable this is. Uh-huh. I think after watching the match on Friday against Napoli no one's going to help us in this title race. We have to do it ourselves. Um and Napoli are in a very bad place to be clear. But it just they they just were so, they made it life impossible for napoli's attack for Quarz, was horrible you missed the open chance um yeah. and then uh Oseman didn't get a sniff of goal oh. and it was it was i mean he's a very smart coach allegory he's a very smart coach and he's gonna keep them in it probably until the end and we just have to be prepared for that because They're they're going to be a very tough nut to crack for most teams this season. Hopefully, we're going to get some results to go our way soon. I think their next match against Genoa in Genoa is going to be pretty tough for them. Mm. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I'd like to hear what Ian thinks. Go ahead. I mean,
1: I think Mister Pleasant said it best here. You are not playing in Europe. It's a big advantage for them. You know, two games a week max, if even that. You know, they play basically once a week. Yeah, and if you see. The recent fixtures, they haven't lost since that Swallow match.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Which we lost as well, to be honest, against Swallow, but still, like, they've been on a on quite a roll, beating Milan, beating Fiorentino, which is always a tricky game, drawing against us, even beating Napoli, you know. Um, most of these wins are, yeah, except for the Torino one, are by one goal. Which means they're grinding it out, but they remind me a little bit of the mancini squad from i think it was 2015 2016 where we were top of the league with mm-hmm. seven eight one one nil wins in a row <laughs> something crazy yeah.
0: like that I, I, ironically um, that's something that joe says a lot yeah um, i do see the similarities <laughs> between those two squads you guys are both spot on um one thing i can say uh for the other side is is like when you look into those games uh let's say the monza match for example um they they won that i mean that 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 match i was already celebrating that last minute well it seemed like a last minute equalizer from um carboni and they they went right at right right back to the other side and 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 scored the winner and the match against napoli um napoli had a couple chances one on one against the keeper and they just could not put them away so there is still a bit of a of a luck factor. Cause I don't think I and, and, and legally, he drink, he drills his players very well defensively and they're never out of place. Uh, but I don't think quite you, missing those chances is part of his training. I don't think stuff like, you know, certain things that the ball bounces their way, you know, you don't prepare for it and it's just pure luck. And that's, that's the one thing that gives me a little hope that you know what, you know, they're not playing this well. There's no way they're gonna be able to keep up with us. But, you know, you got to remember, out of all the active managers, if there's one that's more experienced in winning Serie A titles and knows how to do them, it's Alegre, you know, so he he knows what he's doing. There's another comment I also saw, Ian, I think that was from Mattia. He said that um, we've never won a a Serie A title when Juve have been um, the people, I mean, the team that we've competed with. And I found that interesting. I was trying to think from the top of my head, and I think he may be right uh i remember we've gotten close we've got we got robbed a couple times but usually when it's juve and us in the title race we usually are the ones that 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 lose it so that's a very interesting take um and you know let's let's see if we can finally break that duck this year if if it's the truth
1: (laughs) i mean they're not playing very well and yet they're still winning that's the thing that scares me i mean yeah luck should run out sooner rather than later but like when you see that Napoli basically have all the ball and yet they somehow have equal shots and only two of all the shots three of all the shots out of 24 in the game go on target like they just edged out they just have that I won't say mental edge well maybe but here's, but a, like,
0: here's a question though Ian you said they're not playing very well me that's questionable do you think that in Allegri's mind what what they're doing is not exactly what he wants them to do like do you think Allegri is not satisfied for, in my opinion I think He's like, yes, this is exactly what I want to do. Just get that goal, and then they can never break us down. We're not even going to try to attack. Do you think that he's satisfied with that, or do you think that – because here's what I'm asking. The Allegri – I mean, the Juventus are not playing well thing. Do you think it's an outside – it's more of an outside thing more than an inside thing? Do you think in the inside, like from the Juve side, do you think they're satisfied with what they're doing and how they're doing it?
1: I think the thing that we – it's very – for a player it's very tedious to play this uh, this sort of football like i know from first-hand experience well not first-hand, first-hand second-hand experience um i've talked to footballers that when you play boring and defensive i won't say boring defensive football but like when all you do is like tr- just try and block your own goal for a whole mm-hmm. season it's really difficult to do that i mean Training, yeah. i think sooner rather than later some of the players are just gonna fall off because it's, it gets very, very hard to, to play this the whole season at this kind of level, which they have been doing. They've been grinding it out. But as we remember from the Mancini side of fifteen sixteen, we dropped off after Christmas. You're right. In in my eyes, um, I, I really don't think they're going to be able to keep it up. I hope not like until March, maybe. But then that April and May stretch, it's going to be very difficult for them
0: all right well just as i hope that your one one predictions never come true i hope this one <laughs> does come true You know. <laughs> all right well can you um can we can we um scan through some comments see if any if there's anything we can react to any questions before we wrap it up um, I, I feel like you guys have been great we've covered the, all the topics
1: i mean where's <laughs> risto come on risto, risto had to tend
0: to some family business but he sent the other fair weather fan as you guys could see ian you know so it's either that's what that's the guarantee once we win a game we're guaranteed one of restore Ian if not both so one that's of the Balkan boys. <laughs> boys
1: um yeah I mean people have been saying that the whole episode basically we've been playing absolutely Best. amazing you know uh, even praising Hakan praise where you got to give praise where it's due um apparently he has 10 and 10 from the spot for us yep Fucking amazing um, I think
0: it's, it's even more than that, if I'm not mistaken. Might be. Mm-hmm. Not
1: really sure. Um, people have been saying that Lautaro is, is the man, you know? And I mean, I, I think ever say. since he had that kid in the beginning of the year, he's just been on the roll. You I think tricky. mentally it sorted him out because we all know Lautaro used to argue a lot. He, yeah. used to, he used to be bitchy, streaky, inconsistent. You know, I think that kind of sorted him out mentally, you know, and even getting the captain's arm bed now officially. First captain, last, all all game, possible. every game, you know. Yeah. I think it's uh, it's it's one of the things that really, you know, said all right. Now it's time to switch. Now it's time to do this. Okay. Praise for BSEC. I mean, BSEC has been playing great. Like the last the last game, this one has been great. Yeah. Um, and then people have touched on the Lazio game. Um, oh no, sorry, this uh, this is the bad one. People have touched on the Lazio game, you know um we'll okay. see i'm really excited for the match this is one of the, the ones in the league that i'm very excited for always lots y'all has some kind of connection to enter in my eyes sooner around the later in the the t 4 are um always are, are are on friendly terms
0: well yeah we're supposed to be twin fans with them actually yeah we're on good terms but you know, like that's one thing that I, I wish to actually get to go spend some time in Italy and live all of that, and you know, to be more familiar with some of some of the um, the fan stories or whatnot. But mm. as far as I know, we're supposed to be fan, uh, twin fans with last year fans, so I never go too hard on them on on Twitter or whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> Before we um, wrap it up, uh, Joe, you had mentioned that you feel on um, Juve's next fixture against Genoa should be a tough one for them. Um, Genoa have, has not haven't been doing particularly well. Can you can you elaborate no. on that? what what do you think? is it a matter a matter of um them
2: Juve actually having to attack this time or is that what you're saying? So maybe it's some of it's that. also, in my mind, Genoa's fans at the Marassi are incredible. In this yeah. season, they've been incredible. Um it's a very tough environment to go. We haven't won at the Morassi even against Sampdoria in like two years. So it's a very tough place to play. I don't know if it's whether you have to walk to the dressing room across the field and you can't just go behind the dugout. I don't know what it is, but those fans are incredible. The stadium is such a hostile environment. I just, I, something just tells me nil nil or one, maybe even one nil Genoa. I just have no idea about it.
1: I mean, are you seeing what I'm seeing? <laughs> this was the last yes. game they played at uh oh. in Genoa. It was a two-one yeah. two 90 plus six.
2: And that was the general time that got relegated too. So you never know. Wow. If this happens, I'll I'll owe
0: you a drink, Joe. Like honestly, because for, <laughs> for me, I'm already I was looking at U of fixture list and that, that I crossed that off on automatically have been giving it some thought. I didn't even wonder if it was a home in a way, who's injured, who's not. I'm like, yeah, general. they're going to, they're going to beat that. But if, if they don't, I'll, I'll owe you a drink. <laughs> I'll
2: hold you to that.
0: Uh, absolutely. All right, guys. I mean, you guys have been amazing, man. Um, thank you, Ian. Thank you, Joe. Uh, Like this episode has been fun. I thought that it was going to last a little longer seeing the topics that we had to cover, but you guys were very smooth. Um, you know, thank you everybody for joining us. Mattia, Mr. Pleasant, um anybody else that I'm not men- mentioning, thank you very much guys. It means a lot to us. Um we're going to wrap it up. Uh, does anybody have anything to say before we wrap it up?
1: Forza Inter.
0: Forza Inter. And, Forza and Inter. Ian, don't forget the intro, Ian.
1: No, never.
0: <laughs> he said never. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: World. nice this-